0: Hi, Michelle. We are back. You are a returning listener. Thank you for coming back. And if you are new, listening for the very first time, we so appreciate you tuning tuning in to us today. (laughs) You could have listened to anyone else, but we so appreciate you being here. And we invite you to just go back, catch up on this month's topic, which is patience, aka long suffering, or even previous podcasts that we've done. But welcome. We're continuing looking at how we can develop patience through our long suffering. Mm-hmm. Long <laughs> suffering. <laughs> <laughs> when, we're, when we're we're going through it, it's like endless, but there is an end. And as we have um, seen in the past there's it's a beautiful end.
1: And yeah. um,
0: we took a look this week at Joseph and we also took a look at Job. Today we'll be looking at the life of Paul. Mm, I love Apostle Paul.
1: Yes, indeed.
0: And we'll be looking at how he suffered. I mean, from day one, he was told, I will show you what you have to suffer, how much you have to suffer for my sake, that's what Jesus told him himself. I, <laughs> what you mm. must suffer for oh boy oh boy i know nope. we didn't um debrief on this one either audrey so what are we look coning in on because we encourage you to read the book of Acts after 20 to 28 um concerning paul we're going to specifically
1: look at today and we can do this one, didn't we audrey <laughs> we can look at Acts 20. I think that's where it starts really with Paul and his sufferings. So we could probably, um, Acts 20 starting about, uh, mm, uh da, 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 da. let's start about verse 22 to, mm, to about 25. Oh. Okay,
0: so we're looking at Acts chapter twenty, verse twenty-two
1: to twenty-five. Yeah, let's look at that. Are you in the passion?
0: Uh, I do have it. I can read that. Twenty-two to twenty-five says, "And now I am being compelled by the Holy Spirit to go to Jerusalem. Without what will happen to me there? I know that the Holy Spirit warns me." in town after town saying chains and afflictions are prepared for you i don't know about you audrey but if the holy spirit told me that (laughs) chains and chains and afflictions are prepared for me i might might be like jonah and running the other direction i said what
1: (laughs) okay did you say (laughs) might not
0: there's no might in it too that's right yeah, they are. It says are authority. The U.C. dust. Anyway, let's continue with verse twenty-four. <laughs> oh, whether I live or die is not important. oh bless your heart, Paul. Bless your darling heart, Paul. For I don't esteem myself. <laughs> For I don't esteem my life as indispensable. It's important for me to fulfill my destiny and to finish the ministry my lord Jesus has assigned to me which is to faithfully preach the wonderful news of God's grace I've been a part of your lives and shared with you many times the message of God's kingdom realm but now I leave you and you will not see my face again Jesus You're a brave man Paul Hi. The Told him chains and afflictions are not maybe, not there's a possibility they are prepared for you.
1: Mm. You know what? Let this sink in for a moment. Wow. (laughs) Wow. It's been said
0: because he did so much evil. And that this is man's speculation he suffered so much as a Christian but that's not the case he would have suffered regardless if he had he done evil or not because that that is just that was a part of fulfilling his destiny even he said it he said my life he said whether I live or die is not important for I I don't esteem my life as indispensable he didn't esteem his life as what he he hold what he he hold dear and important was that he fulfilled the destiny and he finished the mystery that Jesus gave to him. This was his assignment. Even though he had to suffer, he knew it was part of his assignment. And he knew that he had to endure it and go through it the same way that Jesus did. Mm-hmm. He said, who am I? I'm not above my master. My master went through this. So who am I to think I shouldn't go through it either?
1: Mm -mm -mm. Mm. so I have a little side note here and it says if we don't willingly accept suffering as an essential element of leadership we can't lead the way God intends for us to lead we must suffer so God can cultivate us to be godly leaders so we can help others that's god's kind of leadership and if you look from genesis all the way through every leader that god has called had to go through something because you know what he has to prune us the process michelle Long suffering is part of the process. There is no way around it. That
0: are gonna hinder and hold us back some, that will keep us stagnant. Some things
1: that help us to fulfill our purpose and destiny, they gotta fall off. They gotta go. They have to snip, snip, cut, cut. You know, a lot of incision has to go on, a lot of cutting and pruning, so that we can bear much fruit. And in the <laughs> we've been talking about self- self-control
0: in January. We were talking about love last month. This all ties in. These are the this is the fruit of the spirit. These are the things that need to be developed in us because you know, we're walking around with bad attitudes, we walking around around critical of other people we walking around snapping and and just salty and for no reason and we don't know how to speak to people but we say we represent Christ right and we don't know how to love because we're like "Mm -mm, no I'm not doing that Mm -mm, No,
1: I mean mm -hmm. there's all these
0: things that are in us that just this filthiness that has to go and how do we think it's going to go
1: you know I was looking at um, Paul's resume right (laughs) His resume of suffering, let me put it that way. That's what I call it, his resume of suffering, you know. And even during his suffering, which I'm going to list some of them, he was able to preach to kings. He wrote two-thirds of the New Testament. He went on mission trips. He planted churches. He ordained leaders. I mean, and this is why he was suffering for the sake of the gospel. Suffering to get the word of God out. And they didn't have Instagram and Facebook and Snapchat and aeroplanes and yachts, you know, but the gospel was able to reach very far and very wide. And you know, Paul lists some of his um his suffering, even in um the book of Corinthians. And he said he was kidnapped. He was beaten. He was threatened. He was arrested many times. And this is all in the book of Acts now. He was accused in lawsuits. And I was like, what? He was interrogated. He was ridiculed. He was ignored. He was shipwrecked. He was beaten by a viper. He was flogged. I mean, these are just in the these all of this happened in the book of Acts that we will we have given a chance to read from Acts 20 to Acts 27, 28. Mm-hmm. And it's it's interesting to read and to see what he had to go through. It's like everywhere he went, just like the Holy Spirit had told him, you know, every city that you go, you're gonna be imprisoned and persecuted. And he could have said, you know what? I don't need this assignment. I'm going to walk away from it. But like you just read, he said, you know what? My life is not my own. I'm going to do what I'm called, sent here in the earth to do. You know? His focus, he was focused and he was intentional. And he yielded to the will of God. He did not say, "Uh uh-uh, and run the other way. He just, he was sold out it's either we're gonna, that's what the Lord told me the other day. He said, it's either we're gonna sell out or we're gonna be sold out. And I stopped and I paused and I thought about it. I said, that almost sounds similar in nature, but it's not. A sellout is where you don't care, so to speak. But when you're sold out, my pastor would say your liver, your kidney, your spleen, your heart, everything is in it because you're totally sold out. You died to self. And I think that's what Paul was like to here. He was like a living dead for the things of God. He was sold out, you know. And that's why Paul, um, God could use him because he knew his heart because even when he was persecuting Christians, Michelle, he was sold out for the cause. He thought he was doing the right thing, but it wasn't the right thing, but he was sold out. You know, in um, 2 Corinthians 11 and 16 to 33, this is what Paul said. He said, five times I received 40 lashes minus one. That means five times he received 39 lashes. He was beaten three times with rods. He was pelted with stones. Three times he was shipwrecked. He had dangerous rivers to cross and be in, bandits to deal with, fellow Jews and Gentiles in the city, in the country, on the sea, He was falsely accused by believers. He had no sleep. There was a time when he had to endure hunger and thirst, no food. He was cold and he was naked. And this is just his resume of long suffering. But it yielded patience. It built him up and drew him closer to walk in the holy presence of God. The anointing costs.
0: Yes, it does. The oil.
1: It's
0: a, it's a. It's a. It's an. It's an arduous process to get that oil out. That olive.
1: Mm. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. You know. So. And it's not something for us to run away from. It's something to embrace because it's for our good and for the glory of God. And that's why I love what Paul said right here when he said, but none of these things move me, neither count I my life dear unto myself, so that I might finish my course with joy and the ministry which I have received of the Lord Jesus to testify the gospel of the grace of God. None of these things moved him. The beatings, no food, Mm. No water, staying in the cold, shipwrecked, the lashes—none of these things move him. I cannot imagine. And remember, when they were lashing, they had like thorns, so it ripped into your skin. So it wasn't just a little, you know, bam, bam, pot of cake, powder cake. No, 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 no ripped and even when he got the first time being flogged he didn't pack up and went the other way he kept on going may God give us that kind of tenacity to stand in the midst of whatever long suffering he has for us may the grace of God really stabilize us and propels us as we go on this journey because it's a journey so that we can we too can have a testimony Mm -hmm. that will give god glory
0: all said and done he gets the glory for it because he's the keep us carry us through
1: and he's the one who's going to reward us no pain no glory right no cross no crown
0: Mm -hmm.
1: Yes, my
0: God. These men that we have talked about this week have endured some suffering. And I mean, in light of what we ourselves may go through or have gone through, we probably can't even hold a candle to it, to to what they have gone through. But they still stayed the course. They still held on. Like that dog with the boat. And I'm not letting go, God, because I know, I know you still got me. I'm not letting go. And that's, like you said, we have to have that same tenet. Understanding that this too shall pass. When? I don't know when. But it shall pass.
1: It shall well, pass. Hmm? Even in the midst of all of that, Michelle, remember... Paul was one that they they could use his handkerchief and the aprons from him and people were healed. Yes. you know sometimes we are saying that we want to see certain things, but are we willing to pay the price because there's a price for this. you know people were delivered, people were raised from the dead you know people got their healing. And, and these are things that he planted churches and, you know, so many things Writing the New Testament, I guess, after all this long suffering, he could patiently sit in a dark dungeon to write these letters to the Corinthians church, the church in Corinth, the church in Ephesus, the church in Philippi, you know? He could write these letters because now he had an ear to hear what the Lord was saying to him, you know. So these were byproducts of the long suffering. Yes, you know.
0: Determined, he was. He was determined, the Jew Gentile. He meant, and he he was determined that he would take that message even to Rome. Yeah. He
1: was determined. He said, like, My eyes just might closed until I take them. He did. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, when I, I always remember with King Agrippa, you know, when Paul spoke in shackles and King Agrippa said, You almost had me. That's how compelling a message he had. It came from a Place deep within and he did not walk with Jesus it's he's not like Peter who was upfront with Jesus you know he came on the scene after the fact but based on his experience and what he went through he found a love so deep for Jesus that even during his suffering he was able to endure so that he could do what he has called him to do.
0: And it it, it reminds me of what Jesus told um Thomas. He said, Bless mm-hmm. who have and still believe." Yeah. So did not walk with Jesus. They did. But his mm-hmm. frequency was like exponential more than theirs. And he was mm-hmm. just relentless in his pursuit to fulfill spreading the gospel of the kingdom.
1: Yeah, doing the will of the Father. And I think that's where we all have to get, hopefully, or we get to that place where we are steadfast in the things of God. And that can only come from a place of intimacy, really. Spending time with the Lord. Because it's not going to be, it can't be casual. Like we said, it, the oil, it, it costs. It really costs. It's costly. Crushing.
0: Oh. Wow. I I just love this. Um. No, I don't, I don't love long suffering. No, don't get me wrong. I don't. <laughs> I love that we have these great men as exactly. a reference. Yeah. Yes. These stories. And also. they were men like us. Spectacular, special about them. They were just like us. Mm-hmm. I pray that it has blessed you. We're going to go ahead and close out today's podcast. Audrey, pray us out. Let's close out this week and this podcast today.
1: Father, we're grateful Lord that you have sent the Holy Spirit to be with us, to lead us and to guide us into your truth. We thank you that evening this hour we can say surely you are with us. God, we have examined this week the life of Joseph, Job and Paul. And God, in the midst of their long suffering, you had a plan and a purpose for them to be processed, for them to go through what they went through. And Lord, they were fearless in going through. They endured to the end. Lord, we don't want to be like that person with a pickaxe stick that is so close, just one pick away or that guy that we spoke about earlier this week, that all he had to do was to move the king and he would have won the game. Lord, let us look steadfast on you. May we fix our eyes and our gaze on you and not on the things around us and what the enemy is causing to look so much bigger than our God. When in truth and in fact, God, you are so great. You are enormous, gigantic, May we always have our eyes fixed on you so that without a doubt, when those days come and it seems as if we're ready to quit, we'll remember a word, Holy Spirit, that you'll send to our hearts to remind us that you're working all things together for good, that you make all things beautiful in your time, God, that you will perfect that which concerns us, Lord, may these words come alive to us. Even when you say to us, you who have begun a good work in us, you're well able to complete it. May these words be magnified in our spirit so we may stand boldly on your word and on your promises and know without a doubt that after all this, we will see, oh God, your glory. Like Michelle mentioned, we will have a testimony and we will have a message to tell others from what we have gone through. This too will pass and we will be able to tell the, share the story of Jesus and his love. And we thank you, Abba, for what you're about to do in our lives and through us. In the mighty name of Yeshua Hamashiach, Jesus the Lord, our King. Amen.
0: Amen. Audience, thank you so much for you know hanging out with us this week and just tuning in. We appreciate it and we pray that whatever we've shared has been a blessing to you. We're gonna finish it up next week. Week next week is week four, where we're looking at, at and the patience that is produced through that long suffering. So come back and join us and also we'll get you'll get healing through the word. So be blessed, everyone.
1: Shalom.